good. Amen. How are you guys doing? How was your first what, couple of weeks of 2017? Awesome. First week? Oh, it is the first week. You're right. This is the first Friday of 2017. Wow. I get the honor of sharing God's word and Praise God. You know, um, Pastor <clears throat> shared a, just a powerful vision of our, our church. And the vision of our church is the vision of our I68 youth as well. And to be in that, to that, in that flow, that river that comes from God, comes from the throne of God. And to be moved by that flow of God's spirit to out into this world and that's what that's what God has called us to to do in these last days and I know there's going to be so much things that are going to be ahead of us in 2017 and I know on New Year's Dima shared a little bit of you know his anticipation in his heart that God's going to do something amazing and there's things are going to happen and and we need to be ready we need to be ready for them and I know that one of the biggest things we need is faith. And I, that's what I wanted to talk about is faith. And I can't, as I prayed and as I, I looked into what God's word says about faith and examples of faith, I, I can't imagine faith without a, without a relationship with God. It just doesn't exist. It's just faith is just this, this product of a relationship with an almighty God. And uh, I want to start with, uh, it's called the hymn of faith, which is uh, Hebrews 11, chapter 11. And I just, uh, I want to read from, from, from 1 to verse 6. Now faith is being sure of what we hope for the certain and certain for what we do not see. This is what the ancients were con commended for. By faith, we understand that the universe was formed at God's command, so that what is seen was not made, was not made out of what is visible. By faith, Abel offered God a better sacrifice than Cain. By faith, he was commanded as a righteous man, when God spoke well of his offering. And by faith he still speaks even through he is dead even though he's dead. By faith Enoch walked was taken from his this life so that he did not experience death. He could not be found because God had taken him away. For before he was taken, he was commanded as one who pleased God. Without faith, it is impossible to please God. Because anyone who comes to Him must believe that He exists and that He rewards those who earnestly seek Him. And another translation says, diligently seek Him. God, God called us by his word. So he spoke. And we know that faith comes by hearing. The word, the word of God says that. Faith comes by hearing. So when we hear the word of God. Something triggers. So faith is, is a. It's a 
It's generated by the word of God. And it, it's our action that, 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 that shows that we, we have faith. That it's, faith is generated by God's word. And our reaction to God's word is, is, is really what faith is. And I believe that the beginning, there, there's a beginning of faith and then there's the end of faith. And as, I, as we looked through the chapters and the lives of, of men that were called by faith, that were, that were faithful men like Abraham, like Enoch, they had a beginning where they heard the voice of God and they reacted and you know, like I under, I always thought, you know, were they like what? What was so special about Abraham? What was so special about Enoch that they heard the voice of God? And there, I mean, there's probably thousands, and I don't know what the population was at that day, but there was so much other more people, and yet the Bible shows us Enoch, Abraham, Moses, and on and on. These people that heard the voice of God and reacted to the voice of God. And walked with God and finished with God. And, that's, and to me, I'm like, okay, God, I prayed and I'm like, God, I want to hear your voice. That's like, honestly, like last, I don't know, I can't even remember when it started, but just, just wanted to hear God's voice. You know, you hear God's voice when somebody preaches. You hear God's voice when... when um, when you read the word of God and you hear God's voice, but sometimes you just, you, you imagine like, I don't know, like a God's voice would just speak from heaven. But that's exactly what God did. He, they, during that time, they didn't have the Bible. So I was wondering how could they hear God's voice? They didn't have the word of God. Nobody told them that they need to pray. How did they hear the voice of God? And I believe that there's something in our hearts that was able to accept God's word. Because I know God does not speak for nothing. God's not going to speak and throw his words out for nothing. God will only speak if he knows that his word, because when he, God speaks, his word never comes back void. So when he speaks, results come. He that something happens. And so I know that I believe God would never speak to your heart. Or I know that God always speaks, but it's our reaction to God's word that changes and makes the difference between men's of, men of faith and just being men that are apart from God. That, and we can't be saved without faith because we're saved by grace through faith. And as we look, Abraham had a beginning of a relationship with God where God spoke to him and he obeyed and he continued to obey. And faith is, is something that needs to grow in us. Faith is just our relationship with, as the relationship with God grows, our faith needs to grow. As our spiritual 
growth begins to to stir up and as we grow spiritually the, the result of our spiritual growth is our faith and i was uh just kind of praying and reading and interesting a couple of parables that jesus spoke about and that just spoke out to me about faith and i want to <clears throat> open up first to let's first open up to matthew Chapter 13. Chapter 13. And. uh, Verse 31. He told them another parable. The kingdom of heaven is like a mustard seed. Which a man took and planted. In his field. Though it is. The smallest of all your seeds, yet when it grows, it is the largest of the garden plants and becomes a tree so that the birds of the air come and perch in its branches. So he tells this parable about a mustard seed and an example of what the kingdom of God is. What is the righteousness, peace, and joy? What is the... the the walk with God. I believe the kingdom of God is, is, is us walking in the presence of God, in the anointing of God, is, is us being in that river the pastor is talking about, being not just, you know, a, 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 a knee in or, or halfway in, but all the way in. That's, that's when you dive into that flow of the Holy Spirit, into a perfect will that God is leading us. That is the kingdom of God. And so he's showing this example of a mustard seed that is planted. And so he's showing a beginning of faith. He's showing that there's a, God speaks a word to me, to, to us. And there's the beginning. There's that seed that God throws, that little mustard seed that God throws. Well, that he plants. Though he can't plant without us because we have to accept it. And when we accept that plant, when we believe God, as the Bible says that Abraham believed God, as Enoch believed God, as Moses believed God, when you believe God, that's just the beginning of a relationship with God. That's just the beginning of our walk. That is the beginning of our growth of our faith. And then as we grow in uh, chapter 17, You guys don't have to open, but um, in chapter 17, there's another another time that Jesus speaks about a mustard seed. And this time he's talking about faith. And as he, as he walked down uh, the mountain of transfiguration and the other disciples that were left down the mountain, they couldn't cast out a demon. And they were like, Jesus, why couldn't we do it? And he said, guys have little faith. Or no faith. And I'm like, okay, well, what is he talking about? And he said that if you even had a faith of a mustard seed, you would be able to speak to a mountain and it would move. It would throw itself into a sea. Or... And from that, it's like, okay, well, if was Jesus talking about just having this little bit of faith? Or was he talking about a principle? Was he talking about... A beginning, if you have faith in the beginning, if you 
if you believe God, but you continue to believe God because faith is tested. And in another parable that he was talking about, I'm not going to open up, but that he was talking about a good builder. One who's building on a rock and the other one's building on sand. And what are we building our faith on? Because a lot of times, especially in our day and age, like Andrew was talking about, there's so many false teachings. And there's so many teachings about faith. And I know the biggest teaching about faith is that faith is whatever you want, you tell God and he'll give it to you. You know, pray for that breakthrough. You know, tell God, give me that promotion. And God will give you that promotion. That is like the biggest heresy and lie that we hear today. Because faith is not about God doing what you want. Faith is about you listening. Opening your heart to listen to what God wants. And doing what God wants. Because we don't see when Abraham came to God and he said, God, I want a kid. I want a child. Abraham never said that. Abraham just opened his heart and he was walking. I believe he had this, before even God spoke to him, I believe a person that God would speak to has this agony inside of just searching of God. I heard a couple of testimonies of people that never, ever had anybody preach to them. But somehow they found God. And, and every time when they, they tell their testimony, I see this principle that they had this agony inside where they were not satisfied with how this world works. They were not satisfied with all the, all the things that this world offers and all the gods that this world offers. They were not satisfied. They were, it's something inside of them was looking for God. And God says, whoever looks will find. And so... I believe that when we, we have that in our heart to always search for God, we will find Him. And faith is hearing what God wants and doing what God wants. And God has a plan. That's the thing is, God has a plan for me, for you, for every single one of us, for the whole church, for youth, for each person. Personally, God has a plan. And that plan, that plan can only happen if we have faith, if we trust in what God's speaking to us. And faith, how faith grows, I just want to just to share how I really, um, I got to this, uh, just thinking about faith and, and just the result of faith and, and the relationship with God. How God has kind of led me to this point where I realized that every faith will be tested. And, and my relationship with God is what determines if I will stay faithful if my faith was is no stand my if i'm building a relationship with god based on 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 his word based on on what god speaks to me and believing that 
and standing on that. If I, if I build a relationship with God and, and I decide to walk in obedience, not to, to do what I want, but to always be able to accept, submit, and surrender to whatever God wants. And that's, that's walking with God. And I was um, just, you know, experiencing some of my own hardships and kind of storms. And one of the things that, um, that happened, um, my aunt died of cancer. Uh, some may know her. She was uh, in Vancouver. We, some of us stayed at her house. Um, when she died and she was sick for eight months and during those eight months when they found out that she had cancer they start praying start believing they were believing and they were praying and there was pastors praying there was people prophesying that she was going to live that everything's going to be great that they're going to you know glorify God she's going to be healed and eight months she dies she dies and though everybody had faith, everybody believed that God is going to do it, that God's going to raise her up, that God's going to heal her, but it didn't happen. And praise God that, you know, my uncle and they, he had his roots inside God and that God comforted him. And even though he had a lot of questions, he never allowed any bitterness in his heart. He never allowed anything to, to doubt God's healing or to doubt God or to question God. But it also raised a question inside of me. It's like, if we have faith, but yet nothing happens, why? Why couldn't we know that, you know, there's no point of praying because God has a plan. And see, I realized that when we pray for something, we pray because we want it. We can't see the bigger picture of what God wants to do or what, what is God's plan. Or if that is God's plan, that that's her life. That she did what pleased him and he took her away. Just as Enoch said that he pleased God and God took him away. And I had a kind of a, uh, a talk with my father and he was kind of, you know, experiencing kind of a, I, I don't know what to even call it. He was, you know, discouragement. I guess, yeah, I could call it discouragement. And he's like, he spent all his life, he knew God. He grew up in church. He received these Revelations from God. Yet he's like, why couldn't God just tell us? Why couldn't I hear God's voice? He's like, the biggest thing that was so hard for me during this whole time, and I believe my uncles as well, is that during the storm, they couldn't really hear God's voice. And during the time when they were talking on the on the funeral, one of the things they said is that if we really had the relationship with God that we were supposed to have, I think the results would have been so much different. Or at least I know that inside, 
I would have went through this so much di- in a so much different way. And I realized that faith, faith is, is, is connected to our relationship with God. It's without faith, without a relationship with God, there is no faith. I was like reminded of Armin Gasparian. And as his son died and he was sharing his testimony and he started to talk to God, God talked to him back. Right away, like I thought, it's because he had this relationship with God. It's, maybe it wasn't that close before this happened, but then as, as a storm came, he had his roots inside, inside God. And as we see people of God, that when they went through storms, they had these roots inside of God's word. They had these roots inside of God, knowing that God is faithful, knowing that God is loving, knowing that God, no matter what, whatever happens, whatever God's doing, it's all for the good, all for the benefit of our life. It's all for the salvation of our souls, of our lives, and of other people around us. And I realized that God... God will speak to those who earnestly, earnestly or who diligently is seeking Him. Diligently, I kind of looked it up, it's, it's this pursuing with perseverance. It's, it's, it's like a perseverance and with, with great detail, with like, with great, like, with this, like you, you persevere and you, you pursue and you want to you wanna know everything, how to reach God. You want to you, you wanna use every way possible to reach God. You're ready to do whatever it takes to reach God. That's what diligently really, really means to see God diligently. And when we see God diligently, our faith grows. And so when I know God is calling us, calling us to, to God and to this world and to be that life, that, that light. But it all begins, begins with us taking that step towards God again and again. I know that we, even when we do take that step, there's always a next step that we need to take. And I know that God speaks. I know that God speaks through His Word. I know that God speaks in our hearts. He always speaks. The question is, do we listen? And I always, I always ask God, why don't I, I can't, I can't, some moments where I wanted to hear God's voice, I can't hear your voice. And God always, always, you know, didn't show me right away, but He showed me things that were getting in the way. Things that, that would distract or, or get in the way of, of God's Word getting through. Because God's Word is spoken in our mind, but in order for something to happen, it needs to saturate in our heart. Because if it stays in our mind, there's so many other things, so many other thoughts, and they, they circulate in our head, and eventually that seed, that word of God, it, it starts to get 
tangled up in there and eventually it doesn't bring anything. It, it gets lost. But when we allow God's word, when we, when, we, when we read God's word, when we pray and we hear something that God says to us in a prayer or in, in God's word, or even when we're here, when we're at church, when we're on Sundays, wherever you hear God's word, we must quickly take grab of that word and let it saturate in our heart. Accept it and say, God, I want this word to change me. I want this word to do something in me, God. Because I had a moment where I was praying for God to change me. And God put a situation in my life where something just came out and I'm like, ah, I'm like, God, I need, I want that to be changed in my life. I, I can't, I know that that's not good. I need to get rid of that in my life. And I'm praying and I open the God's word and I start reading it. And exactly what I needed to hear, God's word speaking to me. Exactly, word for word. So when I read that, I was, I had like kind of just had a physical kind of a feeling after that. I was like, you know, I wouldn't even say like shivers, but it was kind of like, wow. And I started to pray and I, I started to say, I started to say, God, I accept that word in my life. What you just spoke to me, God, I, I accept it. I want it. I I accept it. Let it be part of my life. Let it, let it just start to, to, to get into every single part of my life and my heart and my mind. And God did. And God does. Every time we, we see something, every time God speaks to us and we allow it to saturate, it, it brings, it grows us. We spiritually, we grow. We grow in our faith. We grow in our relationship with God. And we need to persist in that. That's to see God diligently is is being persistent. Is 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 not just you know we we heard the voice of God. We came to God. I believe Pastor was preaching about the spiritual growth where you know John was uh, writing to children, then he was writing to young men, and then he's writing to fathers. And so there's Pastor was saying he was talking about the the spiritual growth. And so, in our same thing with our faith, is there's a beginning where God speaks to us, but we need to continue to pursue God. We need to continue to do, do something to show God that we're all in every time. Not just in the beginning, but further and further and further as God tests us in our faith we still need to show God that we're, we're still in this. We're still, we still want to go, God. We still want to just follow whatever you tell us to do. And uh, always, you know, the father of faith, Abraham, you always you watch his life, how his faith had this progress, had this growth from beginning where just God told him, you know, just take all your stuff and go out into the desert of, of Canyon. Hanan, the Canaan, yes. And then as he progressed in his faith, you know, he had failures, as, as we do. He had failures, and so do we. We have these times where, where we, we, we kind of, we lose faith. You know, when, 
I was, I was listening to the sermon, and one of the biggest things, the kind of the enemy of faith is time, is when God gives us a promise, and then time passes, and it does, nothing happens, and we start to kind of lose faith, we start to shake in our faith. And so, we have our failures, but you know, Abraham still got up, and he said, you know what, God, I'm, I want to believe. Yes, I know I messed up, God, I'm sorry, but I want to believe. I want to continue to walk. I want to grow. And so God, when he saw that he was ready, he gave him that promise. You know, he gave him the promise, but then he still tested him in the end. He tested him in the end, even when he gave him that promise. He said, would you still follow me if I, would you still believe in me if I take away that promise? Because I'm God. You gotta, we need to realize that He's God. He can give us a promise. He can take it away. He's still just. He's still fair. It doesn't matter. He's God. He does whatever He, he, please, he pleases. He blesses whoever He wants to bless. He opens Himself up to whoever He wants to open up. And He's fair and He's just and all that. And when, when He tested Abraham, and Abraham said, you know, God... I know that you are faithful. Through all this time that you have been with me, I know that, you know, he had such a close relationship with God. Again, it kind of screams out me that without that close relationship with God, without that progression of a relationship with God, without that closeness, how could you know that God is going to raise him from the dead? But because he was so close to God, and he continued to walk with God. He knew that God, it's nothing for God to just raise him up. And he knew that God is faithful. And he knew that God will never go back on his word. That what God spoke will happen no matter what. And so he did it. He went up. He was ready to sacrifice his son. And God stopped him. And, and we know that after that, God has blessed him and he walked all his days the rest of his days with God and the peak of faith I believe or I would say the ending the triumphant ending of faith of our faith is in the end of chapter 11 of Hebrews where where Paul says in the last verses that they were all looking forward. They were all looking forward to the time with God. That they were commended for their faith. Yet none of them received what had been promised. Uh, verse 39. Sorry. Uh, God had planned something better for us. So that only together with us would they be made perfect. The peak of her faith is that we're able to fall in love with God so much that things of this world won't matter to us anymore. Abraham had all the riches and everything that he had, but I, I believe in the end he, he cared less about all the camels and goats and, and tents and slaves that he had. He looked forward, the word of God said, he looked forward 
to that city that he was going to be with God. He looked forward to that new Jerusalem that he was going to be in the presence of God. I believe Enoch was taken up by God because he got close to God so much that he probably looked at this life and he said, God, you did not mean to have to, for this world to be so wicked. I believe that he was taken up because he longed for, to be with God more than he longed to be on this earth. And God looked at him and he said, you know what, I'm taking him with me. Because he hates what I hate. And that's, that's, that's the peak of our faith. That's the peak of our walk with God. Is when God's word stirs up our faith and begins to change us. And we begin to grow. We begin to walk with God. And our relationship with God begins to grow. And we continue to pursue God. And we continue to grow. And we continue to go. continue to do what God wants us to do. And we continue to go through those storms that God wants us to go through. And we continue to walk. And we continue and continue. Until that glorious day. And I believe that's what God desires and wants for us. This year. And throughout the next whatever years God has given us to continue just to pursue God with all that we have to be open for Him to speak to have our heart open for to hear what God wants us to do and continue to walk and I just you know all I wanted to kind of just to ask and to pray and just to examine your hearts and examine your heart. Ask yourself, do I hear God's voice? And if I don't, do I want to hear God's voice? And if you do, then ask God, God, how can I hear your voice? If you have that desire to hear God's voice, you will hear God's voice. God promises that. And I know that He does. He speaks all the time. If you've already walked with God and you hear God's voice and, and, then, and you want to, but you want to go further because you know that there's so much more that God wants to do. There's so much more that God wants to speak. There's so much more that God wants to show you. Also, I just want to pray that, that God will take us to that next step. If we're going through storms where our faith is shaking and, and, and we're asking God questions, I want to pray that in that storm, we would be able to hear that God's voice. Or in that storm, something would happen inside of our hearts that we would come out of that storm changed, transformed. Let's just, uh, let's just stand up and, and just begin to pray.